0: Beep, 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 yeah. Try to see in my way. Do I have to keep on talking till I can't go on? While you see it your way, run the risk of knowing that I love me to be strong. We can work it out. We can work it out. All right, welcome to Back from the Brink. I am Todd Brinker. Erin Brinker will be joining us shortly. Or Tali. She's actually about the same height she was yesterday, so probably just joining us normally. Uh, let's see what's going on in the world. Activist local leaders called for more state and federal support Sunday week as weekend shootings across Chicago left three children dead, including a 10-year-old who was struck by a stray bullet that came through an apartment window. Saturday night, deaths... We're among at least 10 shooting fatalities since Friday evening, which followed a steady Father's Day weekend and fresh concerns about violent summer ahead. A one-year-old who was riding in the backseat of a car when someone opened fire from another car, and a 17-year-old were also killed. It's out of control where even innocent children are losing their lives, said neighborhood activist Raul Montez Jr., who planned a Sunday evening vigil on the city's southwest side. He called for federal intervention while state legislator announced a new task force for addressing underlying issues. Violence is a result of poverty and must be addressed with human services and support, said State Representative LaShawn Ford, a Chicago Democrat. The group called on federal, state, and city leaders for support. The pain of losing a child never goes away, Mary Lori Lightfoot said Saturday on Twitter. As a mother, I am tired of losing children. I am tired of the funerals. Her office said Sunday that the multifaceted approach to curbing violence in the coming months will include a $7.5 million street outreach program where police partner with organizations and operations center launched last month. Staff from the park district, schools, and transit agencies will work to broaden the city's footprint in places where shootings and homicides have recently occurred. Over Father's Day weekend, 14 people, including five children, were killed, and more than 100 people were shot, marking the city's highest number of shooting victims in a single weekend this year. 100 people shot in Chicago in a weekend. Holy moly. Good Lord. I don't believe that you should be in Chicago. People should boycott, boycott the city of Chicago until they learn how to behave. This is nuts. Absolutely nuts. I'll tell you what, put your mask on and stay home. Um, that's crazy. That's crazy. A hundred people shot. 15, Fourteen people dead in one weekend in the city of Chicago. There's something wrong. There is something desperately wrong in Chicago. They should vote out every single politician everywhere. Everybody who's on the ballot should be removed Every every head of the, every, every agency, every, uh, just get rid of them. Start over. Holy crap. A hundred people shot in a weekend in one city. It's like the Wild West. I cannot believe that people are putting up with that. Is that the norm? I can't believe it. I would never live in a city like that. I just can't believe it. Wow. All right. What else is going on in the world? Boom shakalaka. KTLA Channel 5 in Los Angeles is reporting that COVID-19 spread prompts state order to close L.A. county bars. Shutting down is recommended in Riverside, San Bernardino, and Ventura counties as well. Governor Gavin Newsom on Sunday ordered bars to have uh, that have opened in seven California counties, including Los Angeles, to immediately close and urged bars in eight other counties to do the same, saying the coronavirus was rapidly spreading in those parts. Here's Erin. Let's have her join us. Good morning, Erin.
1: Good morning. How are you?
0: I am hunky-dunky-dory.
1: So it is actually sprinkling right now. Sprinkling. And huh. There's, a, there's there's a little bit of a cold wind.
0: Well, we can't blame the giant dust storm for the sprinkles, so maybe this will clear the air out a little bit.
1: Maybe it will. It's <laughs> 64 degrees outside. Which it is a little, beautiful. I, but yeah, beautiful. I noticed it was they an it was June.
0: an I noticed it was a cool morning when I came out to the Shack Out Back Studios this morning, so.
1: Well, I'm thrilled. I'm not complaining. Yeah. I'm thrilled.
0: Me too. Uh, it's I like it.
1: Really unusual for, you know, June 29th.
0: Yeah, I like it. June gloom. We've got June
1: gloom. Today and tomorrow
0: for June gloom. Let's enjoy it while we can.
1: <laughs> then we're stuck in summer hell until October.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: until Thanksgiving Not Thanksgiving, Halloween.
0: Yeah, we're in Southern California. Let's face it. It's going to we we can have a hot day through to December. We, we can't.
1: Can, but it generally starts to cool down after Halloween.
0: Yeah, generally kind of ish maybe. Yeah. Sort of. Mhm. <laughs> Yeah, I think you and I are on the same page on that one. It's like, yeah, nah, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was just reading about uh, the fine folks in Chicago who are idiots. I would move out of that town as fast as I possibly could. Do you realize over Father's Day weekend there was over a hundred shootings and fourteen deaths in the city of Chicago? That's in the insane. city of Chicago that's insane why would you live in that place three there four uh, well, if, uh, you're, uh, if you're poor
1: you probably can't move
0: i guess but you know what i think i'd walk out i'd find another place i'd start walking holy moly 14 yeah. people including five children were killed and over a hundred people were shot that's
1: like that's literally a war
0: zone yeah that's, a that's war zone. that's nuts absolutely nuts now what it doesn't say it says city of chicago does that mean the actual borders of the city or does it mean it's it's uh greater um uh you know their metropolitan area which is significantly larger like los angeles is a big city but the metro the the los angeles metropolitan area is basically southern california minus san diego right <laughs> and i say right. that you know tongue in cheek because obviously you know imperial county is pretty big space too and that, that's Southern California. But, yeah, you get my point. Well, we're um,
1: 60 miles away. And we—if and, and the Inland Empire, there's almost 4.5 million people. I think it's like 4.2 million people who live in the Inland Empire. Yeah, I heard um, somebody
0: sneeze in L.A. the other day. They're close. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, and we are we are still considered metro area. You can drive all the way to San Diego from Los Angeles and never leave the city. To give you an, an indication, of yeah. how big it, big it is.
0: Yeah, and definitely from here all the way to the ocean, you go, and you don't. There's no patches where you go like between cities. You have no idea what city you're actually in at right. all because there's no visual demarcation. It's all just houses. Yes. All yes. the cities have grown together into a giant mush pot.
1: So I wonder if, how much of that, how much of that is concentrated in Chicago's south
0: side, because that's where. That's the, that's the rougher areas. That's where Leroy Brown was from. You know, bad, bad Leroy Brown. <laughs> I hear he's the baddest man town. in the whole damn town. You stand about six foot four. Me <laughs> a junkyard dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any young people listening. They're like, what? <laughs> hey, look it up. Bad, bad, Leroy Brown, baddest man in a whole dang... I'm saying dang. I could say damn. We're on... You can we're, say we're, damn. We're, you can say damn on the regular radio. Yeah, I know. These days you can say just about everything on the regular radio. Although I don't think I would read Richard Carlin's seven dirty words you Richard can never say. Richard or George Carlin. George Carlin. I call it Richard Carlin because they blend together in their humorous endeavors, and which makes no sense at all. I'm just making up for a mistake. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just covering. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It happens. So,
1: um, that's terrible. I would not, uh, I would not, I could not put up with that. I I would I would pack up my kids, and like I said, if, if I had to walk, I would walk somewhere
0: yeah. and, and, and live anywhere else. But yeah. Good thing but they're not so walking weird. in California because you couldn't stop in a bar and get a drink anywhere because they're shutting them all down again.
1: See, I don't. I think that's dumb because clearly shutting everything down didn't stop the coronavirus. It didn't because it's back, right? Yeah,
0: but it and slowed so- it down significantly and we're starting to see some hospitals getting up near um, capacity again. So that's why they're making that decision is it's, it's it's based on hospital capacity more than anything else. And that's why yeah, he but- recommended 14 of the uh, what is it? 4,647 different counties in, in California. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. I think there's what, like 46 or something counties yeah, there's in California. There's yeah. Icky, little counties up there. yeah. Yeah. I mean, like San Francisco is basically a county. Um, but, um, uh, you know, and then we got San Bernardino County, which goes on for miles and miles and miles, and there's more tortoises than people in parts of it. Yes, but, and coyotes. Yeah, definitely more coyotes. Um, so,
1: so, but I have a problem with, Because what we're doing is we're telling bar owners and restaurant owners that I'm sorry, your livelihood doesn't matter, because we have to treat our population like children.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that we're saying that that decisions for themselves. I think they're also saying that you know you guys don't understand how to follow the safety regulations that we put out. That you're letting people, you know, sit closer than they than than we expected. And some bars, you know, they're they're not very big. They don't have much options. you know, I, 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 I see both sides of this. I, I sit squarely in the middle. On Father's Day weekend, I was visiting my daughter, and we went to several brew pubs, which essentially are just, you know, schmancy word for bars these days. Um, and in each of them, you had to wear uh, face covering in. But once you were at your table, you could take face covering off. If you left your table to go to the bathroom or something, you're supposed to put face covering back on. Um all the servers were wearing face coverings, and uh, and generally speaking, they had things set up so that you were sitting at least six feet apart from other groups, so you were not like snuggled up to somebody, uh, even in the relatively small places. Of course, this was all in the Northern California area. I can't speak for every bar everywhere. But yeah, in those places, I don't feel like we were putting ourselves in great risk, so... Um, that said, the masks everybody were wearing was just a piece of cloth or a bandana, you know, and so the guy bringing you your food, you know, was breathing, <laughs> generally speaking, and so yes. you know, who knows? I guess I'll know in fourteen days, right?
1: Yes, yes, you'll know in fourteen. I'm sure you're fine. I'm sure you're fine. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, uh, I have gone to a couple. I went to Denny's a couple of times. And um,
0: really, that's what you're going to do. Yeah. You, you're finally able to go out to a place to eat and you pick Denny's. I wanted breakfast. <laughs> they have great breakfast food. I no, I don't knock Denny's. I mean, they're basically just a, a cafe, but it's just, it, they're, they're, the they're the butt of so many jokes.
1: I know they are, but they have a, they have a, you know, a lot of, a lot of cafes are not vegan, a lot, yeah, a lot of, are not vegan friendly. So like, right. spoons, So they, they may have you know grilled vegetables, but they're going to cook them in butter. Um, and so I know just that it's delicious, but I know that I can get a fit, fair, veggie skillet, no eggs, extra veggies and a dry piece of toast that I can add jam up to. And then I, I have met my dietary requirements. So mm-hmm. that's why I went, I went and then fr- the service went to the Denny's on Alabama in Redlands and the service was absolutely outstanding. Yeah, absolutely outstanding. And, and so I tip really well because they've been, mm-hmm. they've been off work. You know, they've got
0: bills to pay. They've got kids to feed, just like the rest of us. Yep, yep. And 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 you can get a, uh, a, a consistent and solid meal from a Denny's, you know, 24-7, 365 days a year. You know, that was yes. the joke is that Denny's don't have locks on their front doors because they're never locked. They're yes, open all they're the time.
1: Open. And and the, here's the thing. Like I said, I know what I can go in there and get. It's absolutely delicious. If you've not had it before, red potatoes and a mass of all kinds of mushrooms and spinach and onions, and it's so good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Why do we do this to ourselves? Because we <laughs> have to sit here and talk now. Well, we're hungry. Yeah, that's probably it. Is that we our, our brains lead us down that path? Is it's not? It's it's. It's semi-subconscious It's not exactly totally subconscious Because I want to eat something Exactly And I'm with you Some 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 uh, skillet fried potatoes Are just just awesome A little bit of salt uh-huh. and a little bit of pepper okay. is all you need Although you can oh, doctor see, them up with all kinds of different ways And it's awesome I, I, I have to add Chalula mm-hmm. I do Because
1: I, I want it to be hot So, you
0: know, that's me Yeah Yup, yup, yup I got no. a recipe for some um, uh, Asian soba noodles and uh, and spicy vegetables, and you can then throw in some shrimp or something if you want, or tofu, and it is so good, Yum. so good. has a nice little kick to it, and man, I made it for the first time this week, and my wife actually asked me to make it again. Shut the front door. Yeah, which is like, she's she's not the kind of person who explores her palate a lot. She's like, no, I know what I like. I stick with what I like, you know. And I love so, soba noodles. Yeah, because they're are wheat. They're not. They're you know, buckwheat. They should, they're buckwheat. Yeah. They're, so they're, yeah, which was not even really a grain. Did you know that buckwheat is actually the fruit of the, the buckwheat plant? It's really? not actually. It's yeah. It's not actually a grain, but they treat it like a grain. It's a pseudo grain.
1: If that's why people who have celiac disease can eat buckwheat. They don't have a problem with it. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? I yeah, did not know
0: that. Did a little reading about it this weekend. I'm exploring a new eating methodology. I'm not going to call it a diet, just a, an eating methodology. And so I've been doing some reading about it.
1: I think you've been on every eating methodology known to God man.
0: I have, you know, and I found that for me anyway, when I I get bored very quickly with things. And so I've done, you know, I've done things for, you know, a year and a half or two years. Uh, probably at the most And then at some point i just like No, I'm tired of this And I, I wane and, and then I'll find something else interesting And I'll read about it and try that for a while um, I have found that most all of them work It's just a matter of do you want to stay doing it And my problem is is I just get bored And so um, I'll probably never stay 100% on anything But if I'm reading about something new Or a new I- interesting idea Then I'll give that a try um, You know, as long as it doesn't look like unsafe to me um, then I will give it a try and see what happens.
1: Do you know, and if, if I have my, um, blood test done and all of that, and I find that my cholesterol hasn't been dramatically impacted by my vegan diet, then I probably will chuck it. Yeah. Uh, uh, because that's, that's, you know, I wanted, I, I chose a diet to be more health, heart sure. healthy and just to be healthier in general. Mm-hmm. And I have thyroid disease, which means I'm prone to high, blo- um, high cholesterol, they yeah. go hand in hand. Um, and I have a family history, so um, I'm hoping... I, I don't expect mm-hmm. it to be perfect, but I expect it to be better.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, ironically, I, in, in, of all the diets mm-hmm. I've ever had, the one that had the highest impact and the, and I had the best cholesterol numbers, the best, best um, um, uh, triglycerides and LDL and HDL numbers was, uh, for me, when I was on the, the Atkins-style diet. I never did Atkins per se, um, which... It, I found it just so limiting in terms of, of the types of things that you could eat, though. I mean, and and I wasn't one of those people who said, oh, that means that I can eat, you know, like 14 hamburger patties with cheese today and call that, you know, my, my food. I mean, I mixed in lots of leafy greens and stuff like you're actually supposed to if you read the dang diet, um, you know. Uh, and so I, I did a lot of that uh, as well. But I just, you know. There's basically not much in terms of sweet and crunch, you know. Your crunch was like pork rinds, so you couldn't have a potato chip of any kind ever. And it's like I, that's not, I'm not willing to have that kind of lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. it's just I, I, I gotta have I gotta be able to mix in a little bit. And the problem with that too is is if you break the the eating pot, the pattern. Then it takes you, you know, three or four days to kind of get back into the proper eating pattern, and in those three or four days, you tend to bloat and balloon up pretty quick because your body's like, "Hey, there's some carbohydrates! Oh my gosh!" But <laughs> well, the
1: reality is, is that the body needs carbohydrates. Yeah, I mean that's that's our fuel. Right? Yeah, well, so- you,
0: you need it all. You need a mix, and I mean, you know, yes, you can survive, and I survived, lost weight, and had better blood numbers on that diet. Um, but, you know, I didn't see that as something in the long run that I could maintain, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My brother does it. He loves it. But, mm-hmm. yeah, not for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I don't you know, I'm not going to be critical of those people who do it. I will be critical of those who, who don't do it right, who, who, like I said, you know, will eat the, you know, rasher of bacon and uh, and eggs for every meal every day. You know, <laughs> A pound of bacon every day probably not a great thing to do you really do need to mix in vegetables just non-carbohydrate vegetables but that brings in a lot of um uh fiber and additional nutrients that you need to have and so you know if you do the diet correctly uh then then it it can be a very healthy diet but it's just it's very limiting
1: ah talking about food What? Food? Food? food. We talked about food? food? I don't
0: know what you're talking about. Food? Food, 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 food. Ding, 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 ding. ding. Let's talk about some sports ball. Sports ball. It has happened. There is sports ball planned. (laughs) It's all still planned, though, for the most part. It's funny how it hasn't actually, like, nothing has happened. Um, Well, golf is sort of happening, but a lot of people are dropping out of golf. And and I guess NASCAR is happening, but there's no balls involved in NASCAR. nass (laughs) nass ball <laughs> nascar uh, you know so, if they put a giant earth ball out there that the cars could hit every once in a while that could be interesting so
1: tom brady his replacement and the patriots
0: uh yeah. is going to be cam newton well not necessarily cam newton is one of three quarterbacks that will be on the roster competing for a job
1: okay but he signed a one-year deal okay mm-hmm. um you know, he was with the Carolina Panthers for nine seasons. He yeah. kind of proved himself.
0: He did, and he took them to a Super Bowl. So uh, Andy was the um, the uh, voted uh, MVP one season. So so he has had lots of success when he has been healthy. Um, some of the questions about Cam Newton are, uh, you know, how accurate is his arm that he tends to be more of a uh, short throw and running quarterback because he's a running threat, and can he be that – Uh, pocket passer Uh, my question is do you need that these days you don't necessarily need to be a pocket passer and most of the successful quarterbacks uh, of the younger generation that are being successful are uh, sort of a hybrid they're kind of a runner thrower both um, you know and successful both ways but um, yeah I think it's great that somebody got him I think that that Carolina basically Treated him incredibly badly because they did not release him until after most teams had already picked their quarterbacks. So they kind of screwed him over because um, he didn't have a lot of options of places to go. People, you know, and there were a lot of teams that might have, uh, you know, signed him earlier for more money had he been available. Oh, yeah,
1: that's that's not good.
0: Yeah. So the fine folks in Carolina really treated him badly in the way that they um, uh, and the timing of when they released him. And, uh, anyhow. Yeah. There are some still saying that it's not right that he's basically signed for the league minimum, but you know what? Um, he's had some health issues. Um, he missed a good chunk of the last couple seasons. Um, you know, when he was last healthy, he was playing great and had some of the best stats of his career. So, We'll see. I think there's a lot of people who are just questioning, how well is he rehabbed from that? And so that has cost him some money. But if he comes out and plays as well as he can play, um, then, yeah, he should win the job and uh, and be very successful. And the odds for New England increased significantly after they announced the signing, because uh, now they have somebody who has the history and the skills to drive an offense and let's face it he will probably win the job but there are two other guys there that they have on their roster that possibly could you know beat him out depends on what the coach is looking for
1: do you are you a fan
0: of cam newton specifically Uh, not particularly Uh, mostly not because of his play though because of his i don't care for his style um, he is uh, he talks very brash he's very, um, he comes off as very arrogant and I mean I guess that's okay but you know a lot of these guys when they come into the league are young and um, and I, I, don't, I just prefer somebody who comes off as a little bit more humble that said um, I do like Aaron Rodgers a lot he's not exactly the most humble guy in the world either so uh, you know right. give some take some Aaron Rodgers plays for the team that I cheer for. Cam Newton doesn't. So I guess that's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, you know, I don't weird. have any Carolina Panther gear, but I got me some Packer gear. So.
1: And we have family in in Carolina.
0: We do. We do. Yeah. In fact, I think my dad has kind of converted has become a, a Panther uh, fan. Um, historically, he was kind of a, a Washington Redskins fan but uh, they have not had anything to cheer about of late so
1: and he lives in North, in North Carolina so yeah, it makes sense
0: exactly yeah you know, he's moved there he's kind of adopted the local the local folks
1: which is easy you to know. do when your team is doing well yeah
0: yeah <laughs> or doing better than the team you've cheered for or other, otherwise I I suspect he I mean he's not a super fan so you know he's not one of these people who gets. If, if if come Sunday he's got something better to do after church than watch football he'll do it um, you know but he watches when he's when they're in season and so um, but I, I, you know he's not so drawn to it that he po- couldn't possibly leave his, his beloved team um, my uh, brother in law is a die um, diehard Pittsburgh fan family grew up there and that's who he's he, you know, even though he lives in North Carolina as well um, he is still a Pittsburgh fan through and through, and uh, you know you stick with them. But Pittsburgh has had lots of success consistently over a long period of time too. So you know you got to kind of. Uh, in one one side of me says yay for those fans who stick by the team even though they've been losing and they're or, and they're horrible every year. I mean it's it's got to be tough to be a Cincinnati fan, you know, or a Cleveland fan. I mean these are teams that have just not not done anything for a long time um, so there
1: there is our, our uh, sales manager general sales manager at uh, KCAA is a he's from um, Cleveland and he yeah. is a a diehard uh, Cleveland fan so baseball football everything in between yeah. and you know we've talked about this that <laughs> it's hard to be a fan of a mm-hmm. team that consistently loses
0: it really got it has to be you know I mean, I've been a Laker fan for years and years, and there's some dry years in there. But let's face it, over the history of that th- that franchise, you know, they've been to more uh, NBA finals than any team in the history of the league by a long shot. And they're, you know, one game behind Boston for the most wins. Um, you know, it's it, – it's easy to, to be a Lakers fan. It's easy to be like a Yankees fan, right? I yeah. mean, these teams just, just are always there. And then you look at some of these other teams and you go like, well, 100 years ago we won something, you know? You know, yes. the, the Packers went through a dry spell, you know? And for years I, and, and to, to some extent I still am, I was a, a, I had two teams that I cheered for, the Packers and the, uh, and the Raiders. I was a Raiders fan uh, when I was younger, um, when they were in Oakland originally, I really liked them, and then they came to LA, and I liked them less. And then they went back to Oakland, and and now they're in Vegas.
1: Um, I'm pretty much a Raider hater.
0: Yeah, I, I I guess I was a Raider fan until I had to live amongst Raider fans, <laughs> and it was yes. like, eh, yeah, yes. you know, some of them are obnoxious. And, I, you know, I, I worry that if I, like, moved to Green Bay, Wisconsin, if I would do the same thing, it was like, oh, gosh, you guys are nuts. I don't like this People anymore. who paint
1: their faces and wear cheese yeah.
0: heads,
1: trees head hats.
0: Yeah. i tell you what, that's a dream of mine someday is to go to a to a Packer game in, you know, get tickets and go to a game in in uh, Green Bay. That would just be the best thing ever, even though I'd probably freeze to death. It would just be so worth it to me to, to be able to go to a game there, having been a fan my whole life. Um, But, uh, yeah, it's funny because I used to say I have a winning team and a losing team. And at different times, one was the winning team, one was the losing team, the Packers versus the Raiders. Because when the Raiders were with, you know, Kenny Stabler back in the 70s, the Packers were just terrible. And then they got um, um, Brett Favre and, and, uh, and they sort of built a team around him and got a defense and they became a winning team, and they've been pretty solid since then. You know, the transition from Brett Favre, Darren Rogers, and the, the coaching staff, they've had changes. They've had a couple championships. I will point out that Green Bay has had more National Football League championships than any other team. Seriously? Yes. Cool. Now, some of them were before there was a Super Bowl because they've been around since 1919. Wow. But, but they are the winningest team in the NFL. They're, they have the most championships of any NFL team. Of course, the NFL celebrated 100 years last year, but they've only got 50 and change Super Bowls. So that was, uh, the Super Bowl yeah. became a thing after the AFL and the NFL merged. Oh, and so now we have the AFC and the NFC, the two different conferences. But they used to be actually two separate leagues, and and run by completely separate organizations. And they merged 50 years ago and change. And so, oh. yes. Some sports so, ball history for those who are listening.
1: Very good. So I, I have to give a shout out. So the, um, ah! uh, Oh my God, you totally scared me.
0: I'm so sorry. That was my shout out.
1: So five teachers have been honored by San Bernardino County, by San Bernardino County, super superintendent of schools. And one of them is a friend of mine. And uh, so the, the list is Rosie Dunn, who works for the state preschool, uh, Lucy Segrist State Preschool in Hesperia; Carmen Palacios, who works in uh, alternative education at Victorville Education Center in Victorville; David Witt, uh, David uh, Desert Mountain, uh, Selpa Special Education; Joshua Circle Elementary School in Hesperia; Jeanette Young, West End Special Education; Liberty Elementary School in Ontario. Um, among the five regional teacher honorees, Witt was chosen as the school, the county school's teacher of the year for student services. He will represent county schools in the countywide teacher of the year competition, competition later this year. So, David Witt, I was in a band with him for probably 10 years. Um, he is a phenomenal individual. Oh!
0: That was applause. Was that?
1: Oh! <laughs> and he works with, with kids that are are severely handicapped so uh with severe autism or severe uh, you know, other severe um, developmental and other disabilities and he has a very patient and kind way about him
0: mm-hmm. um i would hope. His...
1: yes well but you know yeah, not everybody does and he does and and congratulations to him i'm just yeah. psyched for him this is really wonderful congratulations david
0: Super nice to get some recognition for people doing good work, and exactly, uh, and, and he to,
1: deserves it.
0: You know, especially working with kids, um, special needs or otherwise. You know, but it's just you know, but it does take a, a certain demeanor and a certain person to work with um, special needs children. Um, and, although you would typically think of somebody with patience and and um, um, you know that that tolerance of ability to to fight the frustration of working with somebody who has special needs and then I think of my daughter who I've never thought of as somebody being particularly patient and yet she's she works with autistic kids and and is great at it and so uh you know it takes all kinds
1: it does it does um uh but I think that your that that your daughter has a way of uh, really understanding or really looking at what why a person is behaving the way they're behaving and then adapts mm-hmm. to that and she does. Um, and that's a gift not everybody can do that
0: yeah yeah well it's a gift and and a lot of education um, indeed. <laughs> but, but, indeed yeah but you're right you know the education wouldn't come if she didn't have a an innate part of her that is um, caring and nurturing and really wants yes. to help better the lives of these these people that she works with yes. You know, yes. And and so there's a there's a good heart there, and I never denied that. I just said patience was not always her her gift. Um, yeah, because
1: uh, she's not patient with you, Todd, because you don't have any developmental
0: disabilities. <laughs> that's true. She's you impatient with her it. father. She's like, "Come on, <laughs> come she on, goes, Dad." She goes, "Come on, you try to tell me you know everything and you're smart. So why don't you just intuitively know all this stuff that I spent years educating myself on?" <gasps> Yeah. No, it's funny because we talk about it. It's like I've I've had I mean, she's now getting a master's degree in behavioral psychology. Um, So it's, you know, uh, for further advanced than me with my minor in psychology. But we have things to talk about that are of of similar ilk. So at least I kind of understand the lingo. And so we talk about that. But, yeah, we laugh about it.
1: So we um, we are (laughs) (laughs) self-aware, you know, there's some things about yourself, because, you know, the, 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 the price of living or the cost of living on this planet is that you fight the worst parts of your own nature, right? And everybody has to do it, or we would have absolute mayhem. Or and should, so, anyway. <laughs> or, or, Yeah, everyone should do it. So, um, you know, and some things are easier to fight in your own nature than others. <laughs> But it's, true a, it's a lifelong battle. I think that our, our culture has done a disservice to itself by saying, you know, you gotta be you. It's not you're not being truthful with yourself if you don't live in your own truth and whatever, not yada yada yada. No, that's not how it works. Yes, no, you've you, gotta be true to yourself, but you also have to realize that you live among people.
0: Yes. And to the reality of to, living in a social environment.
1: Yes. You know, you have to you have to think about others. I know it's crazy, but you do, because we live it and we live together, and people need to live together. So yeah. So let's talk yeah. about July fourth. No. No.
0: <laughs> I want to talk about July third.
1: July third.
0: Yeah. Why not? Uh, what I happens like that. on July? I- I don't know, but it's just, it's, you know, I don't You're like, like. It's
1: Friday. I like, I
0: like July odd 3rd. numbered days, so I'm going to say. You know what happens July 3rd? Everybody gets it off because the 4th falls on Friday. So July 3rd will be a national holiday for a lot yes. of people.
1: Yes, yes. July 3rd is the Friday, July 4th is the Saturday. So
0: there. See, there was something to talk about on 3rd. <laughs> so there you go. So
1: in Corona on July 4th, they're having an, it's called Red, White, and You. An online celebration featuring home decorating and other contests. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: They should have just said they should have just gone ahead and called it red, white, white and blue because everybody's going to be feeling blue about the fact that there's nothing to do. (laughs) And we're all going to be bored. And it's true.
1: And then you're going to have all the drunk idiots setting off bottle rockets in your neighborhood.
0: Yeah, well, I don't have to wait for the 4th for that. I can do that every single well, night been, till midnight. Yeah,
1: that, that's you been know. happening since the middle of May.
0: Yeah. And so, then some all over the place. I was talking with that same daughter last night. She said it's happening all over Sacramento. I shared with her that it's happening all over the country. And, in fact, we talked about it on the radio show the other day that even the Brits are now going, what's going on with those dumb Americans?
1: I, well, yeah, you know. we're setting things on fire, apparently.
0: Yeah, so, no, there was a big it, fire in, um, um, uh, uh, what was it, over in Colton, I think, just recently, in a was. neighborhood, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. fireworks is bad.
1: So the Wide Recreation and Park District, which is, I'm thinking out in San Jacinto, Hemet area, um, w- along with partner Saboba Band of L- Lewis Senu, Louis Senyo Indians um, they will live stream fireworks uh, a fireworks show beginning at 8 30 p.m. on July 4th
0: I think sometimes so you, they just make up the name of these tribes
1: no no they're Louis Senyo Indians they are they're yeah I, I don't know how they got that name but yeah that's what they are so Big Bear Lake will have their own they'll will, they will be having a fireworks show uh, from a barge in the middle of the lake because yeah, you can't
0: eight, burn a lake
1: no Um, after 8 p.m. on July 4th. And the lake is high, so it's not like they have to worry about uh, too much brush. I mean, there's lots and lots of water. Um, Fontana will be having a virtual celebration featuring clips from previous fireworks shows, and that will be aired on the city's YouTube channel and on KFON TV. Um, uh, In Ontario, the Star Spangled Decorating Contest is open to residents and business owners uh, through June 29th, so through today. In Rancho Cucamonga, uh, fireworks will be launched from Chafee College campus, will be clo- which will be closed to the campus. Nearby residents are encouraged to watch from their homes. So there'll be probably people parked up and along the, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they're parking in higher areas where they can see it. Um, the City of Upland is sponsoring a 4th of July house decorating contest. Uh, winners will be placed on the Recreation and Community Services Facebook page through noon, uh, July wednesday july 1st that doesn't make any sense
0: yeah. but okay hum that's all i gotta say
1: yeah it's just kind of a bummer i know tobin's really bummed about it because fourth of july is his favorite um holiday
0: yeah he always says it's the kickoff of the celebration of the month of of his birth and uh, yes <laughs> Yes, so, And I always say it's the end of the celebration for the month of my birth. Cause I, you know, my birthday actually is tomorrow and it kind of yes. slides right on through. So I figure I get, you know, like five days of celebration, right? The 30th through the first. Yes. Um, yes. Culminating yes. in, in fireworks and, and happiness around the country. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. you know, you can make up whatever, uh. Whatever suits your fancy, I guess. It's just, it's a, I, you know, I, I don't. I, if you're not going to do the fireworks and the traditional thing, I guess you know. For me, the big thing about Fourth of July was always just time with family and barbecuing, and it's like people are going to do that anyway. So um, they are, you know, and
1: they've been doing that.
0: Yeah, you know, put your flag out in front of your house and say, you know, I understand all the protests going on. I understand the problems with our country. I understand the frustrations with our political systems. Uh, show me something better I'm still proud to be an American Yeah You know Exactly And we keep working to be better We keep working to be better Because, you know, I mean We were founded by imperfect people They were human beings And they, they you know, made decisions That were what they felt The best decisions they could make in that time They recognized that there was, you know Problems with our country They knew there was slavery going on And it was wrong Nobody denied that They knew it Um you know, had they tried to make that change right when they were launching the country, a bunch of states would have joined in, and we wouldn't be here today, probably. And so they made some calculated decisions. They're not perfect, but that doesn't mean we should tear down statues and try to rewrite history. We should just be write more history and make it right. people aware of why those decisions were made and 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 what it was like for those who were African-American and, and you know, have dark skin in this country, um, not even necessarily African-American, but if you had, you know, if you looked like other, you weren't treated well, and, and in some places of the country, you're still not. But you know what? That's true in lots of places in the world. Um, ask a Uyghur.
1: It's true. Well, and it's interesting because there's been these stories about how Lancome L'Oreal, the makeup company, is is no longer going to sell products that they call whitening products. Well, um, or lightning products. Um, but those products are used in Asia far more than they're used in, in the Western world. Yeah. Um, you know, and so where white skin is is, is revered in, in Asia apparently as well. And I witnessed this firsthand, um, you know, years and years and years ago. Um, I was, uh, and I know I've talked about this, but I was the... I worked for volunteered at an immediate post arrival orientation camp for exchange <laughs> students coming from.
0: <laughs> that sounds so like like we're processing you. We will be processing you into the country. <laughs> yes, and so exactly, kids
1: who were coming, exchange students were coming from Asia, um, and they flew into LAX, and we picked them up, and we spent. Um several days, I don't remember exactly how many days it was, several days at Loyola Marymount University, um, getting them talking about American culture and blah, 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 before they were shipped off to their host families. And the kids from Thailand were my kids, the kids that I was responsible for. And the kids from Thailand, the kids who looked mm-hmm. more Asian treated the ones who looked more Indian like total crap like they treated them like garbage and it's because of their darker skin and they just, you know, there's darker skin and it's horrible. And we should not do that. And as a globe, we should knock that off. Yeah. But it's, that is unfortunately not, or fortunately or unfortunately, depending on what your thing is, it's not unique. It's unfortunate, not unique to the United States.
0: Right. Yeah. Don't put that on us. (laughs) Don't, don't put that on us exclusively. That's a human condition and we need to do something about it. I know lots of, uh, uh, Asian families who who uh, are involved with the swim team and the swim programs, and a lot of them um, are are glad that we swim evenings during most of the year because they don't want to get a lot of sunlight because they 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 tan incredibly well, and I'm so incredibly envious of that. And they're like trying to avoid it at all costs. They they will wear like you know long sleeves and stuff out in the summer to keep the sun from turning their arms dark, and you know, and cover their faces. And it's just it's it's it's. You know how they were brought up, and I yes. think we we just as a planet need to get away from this. You know, judging people so much by way the way they look. Um,
1: it's, it is stupid. It is stupid, yeah. and it's evil, and it needs to stop. Globally, yeah. it needs to stop.
0: Yeah, it's it's part of our human condition, and we as as uh, evolved humans need to start thinking beyond that. And it's not easy to change, and so we will endeavor to do that but you know it's it's considered a class thing in a lot of places you know you're out in the sunshine and tan that means you're a working person versus a business person or somebody who spends their time indoors and so people judge without even actually knowing you it's that's prejudging hey that's prejudice imagine that
1: exactly yeah. precisely and yeah. it's and i and i'm glad that the movement to end it is happening i'm glad that it's ca- caught on worldwide because it needs to stop yeah um, but you, the united states is not unique in that tendency doesn't excuse it but it does offer perspective
0: yeah absolutely absolutely
1: so with that we are at the end of our show for today
0: are we we are it is time okay so thank you so much for joining us i'm todd brinker
1: i'm erin brinker
0: we'll talk to you tomorrow
1: have a great day everyone